Hello and welcome into the Lockdown Wolves podcast. We are live following the Timberwolves win over the Utah Jazz. Marty Geller of Bally Sports North joins the show to break down the game. The Lockdown Wolves postcast starts right now. You are Locked On Wolves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Wolves podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Beacon. I'm the host of Lockdown Wolves. I'm joined by Marnie Gellner from Valley Sports North. We're going to talk about the Timberwolves win over the Utah Jazz, and it was a big win. They, you know, after a big bounce back win after a disappointing loss, to say the least, in Denver on Tuesday. But uh, just hours before the game, news came down. There's a reported deal. Uh, I'm not going to list everything that's happening, but the the big parts of the, the, the three-team deal with the Lakers, Jazz, and Wolves, Mike Conley reportedly coming to Minnesota, D'Angelo Russell reportedly going to the Lakers, uh, a few second-round picks, Nikhil Alexander-Walker to Minnesota. A lot of moving pieces there, um, but this game happened just hours after, not even really, just like an hour or two after this trade was reportedly agreed upon, um, and the Wolves still came out and got a big win, but I guess first of all, Marnie, like Losing D'Angelo Russell hurts you offensively a little bit, but there's a lot to like about Mike Conley coming to Minnesota as well. Yeah, there there are a lot of uh, moving. I guess they're not really moving anymore. There's a lot of pieces to this. Like you kind of have to digest it piece by piece. And the first one we're going to take is D'Angelo Russell, and the, he's kind of a polarizing player. There are a lot of people who love him. There are a lot of people who couldn't see him go fast enough. But I don't know how you could argue with the fact that his shooting has been incredible. And it was about December when D'Lo just started getting hot. And he had some he had some massive quarters and he had some where he didn't show up a lot. But that was kind of D'Angelo Russell in the full D'Lo experience was that he could give you some incredible highs and then he could go real quiet. But when he was hot, I mean, that man could get himself into a rhythm. We saw him go seven for seven from three, eight for eight from the field in the first half in a game just a couple of weeks ago. The Wolves will miss his shooting because he was a an elite top-level NBA shooter. There's no question about it. Mike Conley is just a good, solid veteran presence. He's 35 years old. I was looking up some of his numbers just in uh, preparation for the game today, not even before any of this trade stuff came about. So this was this morning. Mike Conley is in his 16th NBA season, and this season he's having a career high in assists by a lot, too, by almost a full assist per game. He's like like 7.7 or something this year. So in his 16th NBA season, he's finding a way to assist players better than he had in any of the previous 15. And I feel like a guy who can do that at this stage of his career is something special. It still has a lot to offer a team. He's under contract still for the rest of this year and for next season. Yep. So, um, I mean, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he's, he's not a barn burner by any means, but he's a piece and he uh, is add on the three second round draft picks for each of the next three seasons. And that's something that the Timberwolves desperately needed to get back into their uh, arsenal. So um, if we're going to digest it piece by piece, I guess those, that's my yeah. first surface level takeaway in what has been a bit of a crazy night. Yeah, I know. And their broadcasters. I was going to say, yeah, uh, this came like right before you went on air. And then, of course, there's a game to cover, yeah. which we will get to in just a minute. Um, I've 
already recorded a lot at Lockdown Wolves. We'll have a full episode on Thursday talking about um, this deal in more detail. But a couple of your points there, Marty. Like, I mean, D'Angelo Russell is a high volume three point shooter and limitless range. And there's a, he gets hot. You can't stop him, et cetera. Uh, Mike Conley's not a slouch as a shooter either. He actually has better catch and shoot numbers than D'Angelo Russell does each of the last two seasons. I think actually three, if you go back even further, but last season and so far this year, Conley's actually a better catch and shoot three point shooter than Russell. Um, Obviously he's not going to be that guy who gets hot and carries you late in the game or whatever, like D'Lo did. Um, But that's not what the Wolves are going to ask Conley to do. That's not what he was asked to do in Utah the last couple of seasons either. Um, this, you know, gone are the 20 point per game scoring days of, of Conley with the Grizzlies. He's a complimentary piece now that can knock down an open three and, um, you know, do things defensively, be a straw that stirs the drink offensively. But um, it, it, there's a lot more there, too. To, to, you know, like he's also I think he's only had yeah one season since his rookie year has Conley shot below 36 percent from three uh, for his career is 38 percent. So, like, he, he brings a lot of things to the table in terms of consistency, D'Lo had a lot of highs and lows and Mike Conley's more, you know, level, right? And, and, and even if he's not in his prime like D'Lo, there's a lot to like here. Um, and actually segueing, I think, pretty perfectly into this Jazz game, one of the clearly intended benefits of sending D'Lo out and bringing back a lower usage guy like Mike Conley is putting the ball in Anthony Edwards' hands even more often. And that was my number one takeaway from the Wolves win over the Jazz on Wednesday, a game that the Timberwolves ended up winning by 35. No, I'm sorry, 25. And uh, they scored 143 points with no D'Angelo Russell, no Rudy Gobert, obviously no Carl Anthony Towns. This was about Anthony Edwards and Jalen Noel having a ton of space to operate. And both of those guys got to initiate offense. They got to do whatever they wanted. Um, and and the, moving forward, the Wolves are going to give the keys to Anthony Edwards every single night certainly with no Carl Anthony Towns on the floor. And this was a really good example immediately, just hours after this trade was reported of exactly what the Wolves are getting themselves into and exactly what they want to get themselves, get themselves into with Anthony Edwards initiating things constantly for the Wolves. And without Kyle Anderson tonight too, who would be a guy who is also some on the Wolves have leaned on to be a point guard, offense initiator, however you want to label it. But you're right, Ben, it was a lot on Anthony Edwards tonight and I feel like that is where we're headed. We've talked about this uh, I feel like at least once on this show how Ant was not very comfortable with that in the last couple of years. He didn't want that and now it's becoming more and more obvious that not only does he want it but he thrives in that and it's just been a great way to have him sort of initiate the offense, have the ball come back to him just give the Timberwolves a different kind of look he doesn't have to stand off ball especially with someone like D'Angelo Russell, who does tend to put a lot of dribbles in the basketball. Mm-hmm. And all of this kind of changes that dynamic and maybe uh, maybe fast-forwards the development or helps fast-forward the development of Anthony Edwards because he's clearly ready for that responsibility and he clearly thrives with that kind of playmaking. So um, I guess I hadn't thought about that as, as a first-time takeaway, but in watching the game tonight and kind of seeing it partly out of necessity, but then thinking, well, this the Wolves might do this out of choice, not necessity, as we move forward. Mike Conley may not play the same minutes that D'Angelo Russell could at, with Conley being 35. And the other thing is uh, Conley has played with Rudy Gobert. And and when, when Utah was in Minnesota just a couple of weeks ago, I remember somebody, a couple of people asking Mike Conley about the process of figuring out. Yeah out how to play with Gobert and Conley was 
wonderfully well spoken about how long it took and how they kind of had to figure each other out and that he had to really adjust his game was pretty significant that for him to get to the point where he had a good rhythm with Rudy and figured out where and how to get him the basketball. So uh, take that knowledge and apply it and hopefully hit the ground running with whatever chemistry the two of those two have. Tonight's postcast is brought to us by our friends at FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with the no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. Join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Uh, so yeah, Ant, Ant was my number one takeaway from this game. And um, I should also mention, you, you talked a little bit about Conley and I think this actually works out. The Wolves played the jazz and, and we got to see this team play without D'Angelo Russell right away. Um, and so this is like, you, you mentioned Conley playing with Rudy Gobert and their chemistry together. Something else that I, I talked about a little bit on my instant reaction show on lockdown wolves is there's similarities to Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Edwards and how they play. And, you know, obviously the Jazz were known for being a great regular season team and losing the second round of the playoffs multiple times over the last few years. But there's a lot of differences still between that Jazz team and this Wolves team. Namely, that Jazz team had zero perimeter defense. This Wolves team has quite a bit now with Jaden McDaniels. Um, maybe Josh Minot. We'll talk more about him in a minute. Torian Prince, guys that can defend on the perimeter. Um but Anthony Edwards and Donovan Mitchell have some similarities. Conley played a little bit of a lower usage role there the last couple of years as Mitchell obviously drove drove the Jazz. Um, and then Conley and Gobert playing together. So I, I think that there's you kind of have a pretty good idea of what you're going to get with Mike Conley. Um, and I mentioned earlier, less volatility. And also, I think from a fit perspective, Rudy, Conley, Anthony Edwards... Uh, and that's not even, I didn't even mention Carl Anthony Towns in any of that. Um, and you could still argue he's the best all around player on this roster. So, I mean, there's still a lot to like here. Um, and, and we should also going back to the game. We should talk a little bit. We talked about Edwards and the, the space that was created. Jalen Noel had a fantastic game. He had 20 points in the first half. It was good to see him, um, kind of find his stride again after struggling quite a bit in the last few weeks. He started this game was very, very comfortable throughout um, and, you know, it'd be great if he got going, you know, and, and got back into that bench role as a six man type type player for the Wolves uh, here moving forward. Man, if this is Jalen Noel unlocking something, that would be awesome because he has needed a game like this for about two months. He really shot the ball well. He's I think this was his third career start. It, it feels like he's started a few, but the Wolves have always loved him coming off the bench because of this instant energy and impact and how he can affect a game in that role. So there have not been a lot of starts for Jalen. And I feel like he knew he was going to get the minutes. He knew there was no D'Angelo Russell tonight. There was no Kyle Anderson, anyone who was going to play any backcourt guard minutes. Like he, he was going to get a ton of them and he absolutely lived up to the opportunity and the wolves would love that production. I mean, just think about He's he's gotten his minutes. They've been shrunk a little bit, but he has never been removed from the rotation. Chris Finch has always stuck with him. 
And if Jalen, I mean, I don't expect a 30-point night every night, of course, but right. if, if Jalen Wall can kind of get back to that, he's given you between, like, I don't know, 12 and 16 or something like that a night, that would really be a boost for the Timberwolves and something that would be sorely needed off the bench. Yeah, and just the other night, Jalen Noel was, I think it was the the win over Denver on whatever day that was, Sunday, I think. Um, Jalen Noel was a plus 35 in in 27 minutes, and we talked about that and, and how, I mean, like nobody else in the Wolves was greater than a plus 23 in that game. In this game, Jalen Noel was a plus 38, and no one else on the Timberwolves was greater than a plus 20. Um, and that's the good version of Jalen Well that you mentioned, that instant offense off the bench, the energy, you know, generally in this game, certainly efficient offense. Uh, that's the good version of Jalen Well. And of course, we've seen the opposite of that, too. But it's just such a weird and obviously there's a lot of noise to individual single game plus minus. But it's such a weird outlier that has happened now two out of the last three games. Um, we mentioned Josh Mina in yeah, passing, the, and but the plus. Yeah, go sorry, ahead. Ben, the plus 35 from a, a couple of games ago was the career best for Jalen Noel and the best any one player had had this season for the Timberwolves. So now that would be superseded by, what did you say, 38? Plus 38? Yes, yep, yep. I mean, and, it, and the Wolves won by 25. That's yeah. a big number. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and of course, there's, you know, I don't want to, like the deadlines Thursday, there's been some speculation. Noel's a free agent after the year. I mean, who knows right. um, like what happens? The wolves now have some second round picks. There's been other rumors that like, I mean, there's every possibility that Noel's positioning himself as like teams want to come get him, or he's kind of trying to cement that role as like, I'm the sixth man, you know, I've figured it out, whatever I'm going to, you know, he talked about, I think before the game shooting form and you know, some things he thinks he's unlocked, like who knows, but we've seen the good version of Jalen Noel. And for a team that, obviously has playoff aspirations. You need a score off the bench and, and Noel can do that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about from this one, Luca Garza, 25 off the bench, played well, scored a bunch kind of late in this game, but it was basically out of reach. But Josh Minan as well, a second consecutive game where he played significant minutes. This was the first time he's played non-garbage time minutes, had a double-double, 12 and 11, and was good throughout. I was really impressed with his first half performance. He was so active, active hands, uh, had a couple of rearview contestant shots, had a really nice block, uh, a help side block, um, tipping offensive, potential offensive rebounds, keeping balls alive, stuff that like this Wolves team has not consistently done this season. And it's that like bouncy, athletic, long, lanky, you know, guy that could play the three or the four and guard twos. Like Josh Minan is all of those things and obviously still very raw. And I have no idea if there's a role for him when this team's fully healthy. But what he provided in this game is exactly what the Wolves have been missing so often this season. Some of the same stuff Jared Vanderbilt gave the Wolves last year in a little bit of a different package, but that energy and, and activity and, and some of those things, mine, it seems to be really good at giving those. And you said the word bounce or bouncy, and I feel like that is the word to use for Josh Minon. Chris Finch used it in his post-game press conference, too, when he was talking about him. That's just There's just something about the way he plays and the energy, and it's got a little more fluidity than like a Jared Vanderbilt, but you're right. That's a, that's a pretty close comparison. But we talked um, last night about having seen Josh Minot get some run kind of for the first time, some extended minutes in the NBA, not under great circumstances, but that we just wanted to see what it looked like. What did this guy's length and bounce look like in the NBA? And then you just rattled off about five or six things that he did that were impressive that not a lot of teams have a player who can give them that. And I thought there was, um, there was, um, was it an alley-oop dunk or kind of a, yeah, 
fast break lob up kind of dunk yep. that Josh Minot took and kind of hitched. And it was so fluid yet uh, spectacular all at once. I mean, and it was just a quick and a flash. It wasn't anything like windmill and he just took the rim down, but it was just like this athletic hitch in the air before his dunk that I, that made the, the people in the room who were watching the game with me at the time, everybody went, whoa, like it just was that kind of a move that I think is part of the Josh Minot experience that we've seen the last two games. We've seen some potential there. Yes, that activity, the, the all that stuff is just it's it's just been missing. I mean, for uh, Jane McDaniel's obviously gives you some of that in a little bit of a different way, and Ant, of course, is extremely athletic. But it's just that, uh, like, it seems silly because Ant and McDaniel's are what twenty one, but like that youthful energy of Josh Minot, it like it's just another another level of activity that they haven't necessarily had. Um, all right, well, the Wolves take on the Grizzlies in Memphis Friday night. Hopefully, Mike Conley, obviously things aren't final. The deadline is tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows what all could change between now and Friday night? Uh, but the Wolves are at Memphis. Coincidentally, the other team that Mike Conley played extensively for. Um, that's a 7 p.m. Central tip. And we'll go live about 45 minutes after that game, as we always do, talking Wolves-Grizzlies. We go live on the Lockdown Sports Minnesota YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the channel. You'll be notified when we, notified when we go live if you can't watch live, though, you can listen on the Lockdown Wolves podcast feed, any of your favorite audio platforms. We post this uh, show after the fact on Lockdown Wolves, so be sure to subscribe there as well. A big thank you for listening. A big thank you for watching, and we'll catch you next time. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.